You are listening to Misinformation Podcast, the only source for information or misinformation. I'm Jim Gaffigan. I love you. podcast contains themes and subject matter that may be inappropriate for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Misinformation Podcast, episode 216. With you, as always, I'm Zach. And I'm Waller. Yo. Wow. It's just, and that's it, too. And that's it. Just the two of us. Just the two of us, yeah. That's where you're supposed to... We can make it if you try. Yeah. <laughs> How you been, man? Not too shabby. Now what's left of you? You're still wasting away. Yeah. Got that super AIDS. <laughs> so, uh... Are you still doing this CrossFit or whatever? The next level. Next level. So you're still doing that. Yeah. Plus you run every day. Yeah. You're fucking nuts. How do like? How do you have time to like do laundry and dishes and? Not married. Don't have kids. Only work three days a week. Mm. Only have a free time. So do you, is there a day off that you? I mean, do you take one day off? I don't do anything Sunday or Monday. And so, so you don't work out at all on Sunday or Monday. No. So you, five days a week. Yeah. You do your workout. Now, do you have a day where you like do a cheat day? No. So you don't, like, just shove things down your gullet or anything? No. How do you not want to kill yourself? Because, <laughs> like, you, you try to stay away from carbs and shit, too, right? No, I eat, I eat tons of carbs if I'm going to, like, actually compete in something. Right, right, right. But that's but your normal diet. Uh, I'm not, like, a super health freak as far as food. I don't eat fast food anymore. I don't do frozen food anymore. Shit like that. I don't drink. Like... Alcohol? Yeah. Ever? I've had maybe six beers this year. Why? Why even live? <laughs> I mean, I mean, all the good things in life. You're just like, I want, I want them all gone. Do you, you don't fuck anymore? No. Why the fuck are you alive? <laughs> I would wrap my lips around a barrel of my favorite gun and just pull the trigger over and over and over until there was no head left. I couldn't do it, man. I have to be miserable to live. And you sound like you're far too healthy and happy. Like, there's, that's no way to go through life. Healthy and happy? No way. Nothing good has ever come of that. I need to do something different. It's fucking different. You, 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 you drink booze and fuck chicks? <laughs> <laughs> What's your end game here, asshole? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. Because, <laughs> I mean, really, you want to be in good shape and look good. To bring in chicks, but if you're not banging and you're not going out to the fucking booze halls, how you, you mean, I mean, there's chicks in your classes, I bet, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like you hang out with them ever? It's kind of weird. They're all either in college or they're like mid to late 40s and, over, and older. And trying to like there's regain really their There's really hardly any women my age. And well, the few there are, they're all married and have like 30,000 kids. Right, right, right. So they're like the 40-year-old chicks are all in there because they're trying to regain their youth. They're having like that. Not, I don't know if women have a midlife crisis like like dudes do, but they're just like, I want to be pretty again, so I'm gonna go lift heavy shit and then be shaped not quite like a girl, but athletic. And then all the dudes are like, I just want to, I just want to look awesome on my motorcycle. And then the the young girls are like, This is what everybody's doing now. It's so much better than yoga, right? I mean, that's kind of. I'd say my average class is probably seventy percent women. Really? Yeah. So they think you're gay. 
I don't. I guess I don't know. I don't really. <laughs> I'm not walking around just slapping them in the face. I small talk them a little bit, but yeah. no, I'm, I don't know. I'm not close to any women that go there. Your, your small talk isn't like, "Wow, I really like those shorts." It isn't anything like that, is it? Because that would <laughs> drive in the wrong direction. No, sure. but I'm also like, "Oh, check out that dude. He's fucking ripped." No, <laughs> <laughs> look at the bulge in his fucking basketball shorts. <laughs> oh, you better go get some of that. Oh, yeah. So it's not really – it's probably not really a social atmosphere either though, is it? I mean you don't have time to chit-chat because you're – Oh, no. You're, just pretty much before class. That's it. Yeah. Because like those classes, if I understand right, like they pretty much almost kill you. You have maybe two 30-second water breaks. That's it. Oh, oh nonstop. fuck, man. Like they should not have you trying to sell their product because you are making it sound really unappealing. <laughs> Results though. I mean you don't get – I understand. You look good. I mean, you I, it's impressive. I'm proud of you. You look really good. But why? I don't know yet. <laughs> I don't know yet. I don't have an answer to that. I mean, you're going to Somebody look- asked it like a month ago like, "Well, what's what's your goal?" I'm like, "I I, I don't know. I never th- like, I don't have a goal. I don't I don't fucking know." <laughs> I'm just doing this. I don't know where it goes. Well, I mean, I suppose live longer could be one of the goals. I don't I don't really want to live longer though. That's the thing. I don't. <laughs> Now, do you think like, that's because of this? or <laughs> I like think maybe I'm sure 70, probably around there, it's life's still good. And then, I mean, your body's going to fall apart naturally. I don't care how good you eat and shit. It's just, even then, like all your friends are going to lose their mind. They're going to go no fucking mental. Right. Or they might just be in really, really bad shape and sharp as attack yeah. like me. So then you're left pushing them in their wheelchairs all over town. Like, no, thanks. I don't want that. So yeah, I, I don't really want to live longer. So yeah. So basically that just makes you a really fit chauffeur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want that shit. <laughs> well, then you should just let yourself go again, because now you're pretty much you're guaranteeing you're going to outlive all your friends, and so you're going to ha- you're going to be responsible because you're the kind of guy that that will feel bad if you don't take care of them, especially once you're older. So, do you want that kind of guilt on your conscience? No, you should die young like the rest of us. <laughs> I'm telling you, live unhealthy. Do it for you. <laughs> do it for your conscience. <laughs> Have an anti an anti fitness class. Yeah. Oh, I can teach that. Fuck, I got all kinds of certifications in anti fitness. Extreme Fuck. laziness or extreme taking it easy. We'd have uh, we'd have field trips all the time. Like, all right, this week, uh, make sure you have your slip sign. We're going to Zombie Burger, all right? And on the way back, we're going to stop at just a random bar, and we're going to get drunk. And uh, once our livers start to hurt, then everybody gets an A. Don't stop to piss blood. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know. I, want it. I, I don't want it to hurt. Again. Go big or go home. Yeah, but if, if I'm okay with it being painful, then I'll just exercise. <laughs> like, seriously. I mean, I exercise daily, and I hate it. I mean, you enjoy it. Right? Not when I'm doing it. I get a rush afterwards. There's been times where, like, in it, like, you, you do something you haven't done before, or you get through it, and you're like, wow, like, I used to suck at that, and I'm good. Like, there's moments that are good, but... In general, no exercise is not fun. So when you're on one of your 10-mile runs, right? When you decide one day you're going to go on a 10-mile oh, run. Oh, it's that fucking hell. Yeah. So, But when you're done, like, you you, you get like a, that runner height. Like, that shit's real. How do you stop yourself from just going, you know what? F- I fucking hate this. I, I'm done. If it comes to that, then I will be done. But it, <laughs> I haven't had that yet. But, like, on your seventh mile of your 10-mile run, how are you just not like, fuck it, I'll call a cab. Like I already have before I, I always know how far I'm going to run before I run. I don't just go out and like, I'm just going to go until I'm tired. I've never done that before. I've always got like a set distance and I right. go that. So, but that, I mean, you still about three quarters of the way through, you've got to be like, this is not how I want to spend my day. <laughs> yeah. But you get through it. The longest ever runs, maybe probably just under two hours. Wow. Now you, you ran the half marathon? No, I did the 10 K 10 K. Okay. So how, what is that? How long is a half? 6.2 miles. A half marathon is 13.1 miles. Okay, okay. So, and the 10K for you is probably a breeze. Yeah, I did that in 45 minutes. Oh, fuck you. You know what I did in 45 minutes? Drove to Cedar Rapids. (laughs) That's what I did in 45 (laughs) minutes. Fuck you. And I had the speed to do it. Uh, so when you do one of those, we've talked to Big Al about it a little bit. Like, do they have, have you ever done those ones where they like have a free beer for you at the end or? We had, there was the, actual, the bib, the number you wear. Mm-hmm. At the bottom of it, you had two free coupons for free. It was Michelob Ultralight. They were one of our sponsors. Really? And you didn't yeah, make did, it? At Gladiator, that ended with uh, free beer. I think it was a fat tire. Oh, like not even did, cheap uh, beer. Oh, God, what was that one? The Squaw Creek and Cedar Rapids. That, they had, uh, Coor, it was sponsored by Coors. 
and right in the right in the middle, like not at the finish line, like right in the fucking middle of the whole race. There's this Coors beer stand and chicks handing up Coors beer. So like instead of the deal where like you're running, you grab the waters, you're running and kind of splash it in your face. People are doing that with beer. Well, yeah, I guess even Fool's Love, they had beer too. Yeah, I think almost every event I've been to, there's been a beer stand at the very end of it. But See, now, now you're a good Creek, pitchman. Yeah, right in the middle of it, there's fucking a Coors beer stand with chicks handing out fucking free beer. See, now you're pitching this the way they want you to pitch it. Now you're making it seem appealing. And that one actually started, that was bizarre. It started with it. Um, you go in this pit, and then they ask, there's this guy in a bullhorn, and he's like, who's the biggest badass here? <laughs> and some chick raised her hand, he's like, get up here. Made her do like a two-minute keg stand. What? And the most fucked up thing is right before he called her up there, he asked who the youngest contestant was. There was like a six year old girl that ran. Six? Yeah, six. And they was brought he get, her to the front. Is he gonna make to her do a keg stand? <laughs> no, but she was standing right there as they brought the other lady doing a keg stand. It's like Wow. And which which race was this? It's called Squaw Creek in Cedar Rapids. Oh, that's crazy. Would you ever do the donut run in Ames? Have you ever heard of that? I don't even know what that is, no. It's it's a it's a five K, right? But uh you can improve your time by eating donuts along the route. So they take time off for eating donuts. So like your end time, you may be you may run it in like you know thirty minutes, but if you eat half a dozen donuts, your time may actually be fifteen minutes. Huh? Interesting. Huh? There's a I just heard in the radio. There's a zombie five k in Independence coming up. Oh, the ones where they like zombies chase you and you have you to survive. Can either, you can either be a zombie or be a, right, a human. Right. Right. See, that sounds kind of exciting because like they put some kind of I think they put some kind of dye on their hands. And then if they touch you during the race. Yeah, I don't know race, how it works, but yeah, I'm imagining something like that. Yeah, way. and then they run like a black light over you. And if it shows up, then you are dead. And some of them, uh, my understanding is if you show up and you're dead, uh, then they put you back out on the course as a zombie for the rest of the people that are still alive. It'd be pretty crazy. I mean, if it's an independence, there's going to be crazy people there anyway. But <laughs> <I mean. laughs> Wow. Yeah, independence is where our mental health institute is. MHI. Kooky Castle. Crazy people don't normally run. They walk, and usually slowly. Or they run and then eat your face off like that guy in Florida. <laughs> it just depends whether they're medicated or not. Medicated crazy people lumber. They do. Uh, unmedicated crazy people, they chase. Or ride bikes. Crazy people love bicycles. They do, you know? You're right. And it's usually a bicycle that is completely counter to their look. They always have baskets, look. though. Yeah. Always have, crazy people love bikes with baskets. Well, and, it, and, it, and it won't look like the type of basket that that particular person or that type of bike that that particular person should ride. Like if they're a regular person, it wouldn't be the bike that they would pick. Right. So it's usually like like a pink Something My Little Pony bike, and it's or like they a, found it or right. is it Goodwill? Yeah, it is like like a guy will be like a uh, pink uh, uh, Princess Starbright or something bike, and it's a dude with like an epic beard, <laughs> and, and he's riding it, ringing the little bell. You know, I like pizza, you know, stuff like that. It's weird. <laughs> I'm going to hell. Oh shit. Yeah. So. So that's pretty much all you do then is just work out, sleep, and work. Yeah, there's other things. Like what? Butts and money. <laughs> you do butts? <laughs> Sorry. I, no. <laughs> no, like on my way over here, I'm a car right in front of me, you know, like that paint marker that they use for like if you're married, they write shit on yeah, the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that we at your wedding did the wrong car? Yeah. yeah. Their, their entire <laughs> back window is written. It said B-U-T-T-Z and it's the letter N, money. Butts and money. Butts and money. What do you suppose that means? That's what I am It's still in my mind. Like, I, yeah, what the fuck is this? I mean, I suppose it could be a pimp's car. Like, he sells butts and makes money. Or it could be somebody who, like, like somebody who picks up litter for hire. Like, cigarette butts, make them money. Or it could just be someone who collects things. Like, corpses and money. And what's attached to a corpse but a butt. I don't know. I mean, what was your gut instinct? I'm, I was curious. I wanted to follow him. I said, why didn't you? You could have been a little late. I mean, if a friend answered a question <laughs> Dude, like butts that. butts and money, I got to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll be over I'll later. I'll explain later. <laughs> <laughs> just wait for him to stop at a, at a stop sign. Just give him the international roll down the window gesture, which strangely is still this, you know, with the little circle, even though nobody has manual right. windows anymore. You just roll it down, roll well, down. just moving the index finger back like a half an inch. <laughs> like, that can be so many like, things. What's he doing? Is he cocking an M1 Garand? What the fuck is he doing over there? Is he just... <laughs> is he itch? <laughs> Scratch that? <laughs> like, what? I don't even know what he means. Like, <laughs> then you'd have to make the noise, which does no good because their window's not down. You're like... <laughs> Finding the man in the canoe. Yeah, that could be... <laughs> popping open a beer. That could be a billion things. <laughs> yeah, I guess that makes sense. But eventually, our kids are going to have no reference for these things. You know, you give them the international roll-down gesture. 
and they're going to look at you like, well, are you fucking retarded? What do you want me to do? What does that even mean? Like that means nothing to me. Like it means roll your window down. Why would that mean roll your window down? That doesn't look like anything I've ever done in my entire life to roll down my window. And then I'm like thinking back to when I was sitting in my dad's Ford Maverick, <laughs> you know, like, no, I very clearly had one of these. And they're like, I have no idea what that is. My dad's car actually had a push button AM only stereo. Oh, wow. So to like change channels, you hit a bull like tab and it would it move did. the yeah. needle over like and, and sometimes, half an inch. And sometimes it wouldn't move as and far as there's it a should. Little, yeah, there's a knob you could tweak it back, back yeah. and forth a little bit. Because you actually had to tune it in. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that just got you in the general vicinity of where you yeah, should land. No tape deck, no eight track. It was just an AM only radio. Do you remember how you set that? I wonder how you set it. Like how it knew that that tab was supposed to go to like 107.9. No, it didn't. It would, it would move like, I don't know, it was a probably a centimeter or something. So, and then the, uh, the knob would move it a little bit so forward basically or backwards. Each, so yeah, then you could tune it. So basically each tab moved it a set right. distance. Like, and then the little knob equal. on the side could adjust it a little bit to That's get crazy. it tuned in. That's nuts. Like, to think back to that and now you can pretty much just 107.9. And then it's at 107.9. Like you can or do you can things. say it now. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. That's what I just said. <laughs> That's what I said, booty trap. God damn it. Something about butts and money. <laughs> Uh, or like uh you know even a like a a dial phone you know like hey call me call me and they're like what does that even mean like well you stick your phone and then the rotary dial phone it they have they have no idea what that is if you handed them one and told them to call somebody they would my 13 year old would probably look at me and be like what the fuck am i supposed to do with this i would love to make like a smartphone that actually had the old rotary style to call like i I mean, how often do you actually use the keypad to dial a number anyway? Right. That'd be oh, awesome to have that. I bet there's an app as for an that. option. Yeah. I bet there's an app. I bet you can download a Rotary Dial app. I bet. I bet if we looked it up right now, I bet if it's there, there isn't, there needs to be. I, I I might put it on my phone. Fuck, I'm never in a hurry when I'm using a Rotary. When I'm actually typing it in, who gives a shit? Let's look it up. Fuck, we got nothing better to do, right? We're just sitting in the basement recording a show. Uh, let's search. Rotary, we'll call it just do Rotary Dial Rotary app. Dial, yeah. Rotary Dial app. Rotary Dial. Rotary Dial. Rotary Dialer. Rotary Dial phone. Classic Dial. Rotary Dialer. They're here, man. Wow. We've got them. Let's see what we got. Rotary Dial phone. It's got this fucking... And people make money off this shit. <laughs> like, you know I'm going to program it? Here it is right here. Vintage phone. I'm going to download this bitch. It's free. We'll see how well it works. God, that'd be so um, – like when you meet someone and like you exchange phone numbers, like here, could you enter this for me? <laughs> They're going to be like, what the fuck? I'm like what? <laughs> what? That's how I roll. It. Yeah. I'm old school. <laughs> then why do you have a fucking iPhone? Well, you know, I'm old school hipster. Yeah, I turn off all the digital shit. Yeah. <laughs> so what does it do? <laughs> Hold papers on my desk? <laughs> I should really just do this later, but now I'm curious. I want to know what the fuck it's like. Uh so money and butts, working out, uh, working. That's pretty much it. You're still going to concerts and shit though, yeah? Oh, yeah. But so what have you been to lately that I've never heard of? Oh, I just saw Wild Bell. It was the night before the 10K in Iowa City. So like you'll go do something the night before? Oh, I didn't even get home until about 4 o'clock that morning. Are you fucking nuts? Yeah, I got three hours of sleep before I ran. Why? I can't, well, I can't run. Anytime there's a big event, I can't sleep anyway. So I was like, fuck it, I'll just go to Iowa City. If I'm going to be up, I might as well go to a concert. That is nuts. So why didn't you get home until 4? Did you it go out? I was City. The show was over at almost 2 o'clock in the morning. Holy shit. Was that at a bar or something? Was it kind of. Gabe's. It's like a bar on the first level. You go upstairs and there's a, it's a music theater. So like what, time, what time did the show start? It started at oh, 10, but there was three bands. Jesus Christ. I'd See, I, I'm out already. Like I very rarely stay up past 11. Like, I can't do it anymore, man. Like, I'm just like, oh, I'm so tired. Now I work second shift again. So towards the end of my night, I'm like, I just really want to go to sleep. And then, of course, I get home and I'm wide awake. But that only lasts for about an hour. I totally got hit on by a lesbian, though. That was pretty awesome. Whoa. She wasn't a lesbian. She no, was, she was. She was bi. She thought I was a drummer for the first band. I thought she could say she thought I was a <laughs> chick. <laughs> oh. Whoa. That's weird. I don't like it. So... That's like one of those old school like car horns. <laughs> oh, it's so inaccurate, dude. <laughs> I thought I was trying to do the see, you try to do the three. <sighs> this is not a good deal. Cause like you start on the three. Okay, that time it worked. 
Ah, I wanted one number, it gave me another one. Okay. That was the joy of the old rotary phone. Like, if you messed up one number, you had to start all over again. How do I tell it to go? Oh, the button in the middle. Okay, that's how long it took me to call my own house. <laughs> so this is yet another one of those things that, in principle, seems like it would be really cool. And it's just a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Why you burn calories? Yeah. <laughs> Work that fucking core. Burn calories and just got fucking frustrated because there's like six times when I did a two and it, the the O popped up and I'm like, this could be bad. Like, what if it's? Can you imagine? It's a fucking emergency and you're like nine, four. <laughs> no, 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 back nine, six. No, 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 back. Oh god, that'd be a nightmare. I'd be terrified. It would still call somebody, and you could always ask them to call for you. Uh, yeah, I suppose you could. <laughs> I need you to call 911. Tell them where I'm at. Why? Can't talk. It's an emergency. I'm on a rotary phone. <laughs> I'm on a rotary phone. It won't work. It keeps giving me the wrong numbers. It keeps calling information. Can I get the number for 911? Help. Help me. I'm dying. I've been stabbed. Yeah, that's a terrible idea. And yet someone spent the time like coding and doing the... Like the computer work to design that app. I guess they're just looking for a sucker like me to fucking download it. <laughs> well, it was free though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was free. <laughs> I wouldn't have fucking paid for that. Are you nuts? God. I don't have that kind of disposable income. We had to beg for money just to help pay our fucking our, uh, resubscription fee for Podbean. <laughs> Which I think is probably coming out in the next week. They sent me a warning. Basically like, hey, we're taking money out of your PayPal just so you know. And there's almost enough in there to pay it. Almost, almost. We were short by about ten bucks. I was really hoping we'd just get this groundswell of don donations so that we would be able to pay our subscription fee and then have some extra money in there for you know just walking about town money. No such luck. No dies. Yeah. So, so nothing else exciting. No major life. No new pets. Nothing. No, I uh, missed the Mars thing. Mars thing. That Mars One, I believe it's called. I found out about it like literally maybe six hours before it was the time you could apply for it was over with. Oh, you mean so that you could go to Mars? Right. I had no idea that was fucking a thing. And then all of a sudden, like, today's the last day. And there was this, there was a website that had links to the internet interviewing, like, what was it, like 20 people that had signed for it, signed up for it. Okay. Like half of them were people that were married. One of them was recently married and was like, she just gave birth to a kid, her first what? kid. What? Could you imagine telling your like husband or wife? Isn't like, that like hey, I an, signed up for this trip to go to Mars forever? Isn't it like an eight-year mission? No, or, for oh, your life. Oh, this is the Swedish deal, where they they're just going to go there and leave them there. Yeah, you're, you once you go there, you're gone. Like that, you're spending your entire life there. You're not coming back. Yeah, that's 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 the way that the the Swedes are doing it. Um, meanwhile, the rest of the scientific community is going. Uh, that's not. There's no way that'll work. Like people are going to crack they said up. That you're. It's was it. There's going to be a couple groups. Like groups. I think it was six or seven people. And the training for it's like, what was it? At least it's either four to seven years. I can't remember what it Jesus was. Jesus Christ. And if one person in your group can't mentally or physically handle it, that group whole group's out because the whole group's got to be in sync. So you oh, can't just trade people. There's no way it'll ever work. Well, they've got enough. There's multiple groups. So they're saying whichever group can hold their shit together and no one freaks out and goes crazy, then that's the group that goes. But there are groups of people, right? Right. Nobody's going to make it. <laughs> it's a disaster waiting to have it. Would you do it? I'd be intrigued. Well, the thing is, like, you're here. You'll be here. It wasn't leaving for, like, it was seven or eight more years. Right. So you'll be on Earth for several years to think it through. Jesus, wind. <laughs> so yeah. it's like if you had a total, like, I can't handle this, obviously you're out, but then you're going to really you're piss yeah. off seven other people. <laughs> like, fucking people who's, you're just a guy who's like, I'm intrigued by it. These are people, like, I've always wanted to go to Mars. It has been my life's dream to walk on another planet. You're like, yeah, it just sounds kind of interesting. I got seven years to decide whether or not I'm oh, down. It took like oh god, I looked it up too. It was at least six months to get there. Yeah, because I have and I, I remember he hearing or reading that it's like it's like six months. They they have to plan our orbits to when they're they're the closest together, or to when they're going to come around to the closest together to shorten the trip. And so it's six months to get there. You stay there for like a year and a half. And then it's another six to eight months to get back. So you're going to be gone, like for the trips that are planning to go and come back. 
Now, this, this, they're Norwegian or Swedish or whatever, the ones that are just planning on leaving people there and they're going to try to populate Mars. Like, they, ex- they fully expect the people to go there and fuck. No, they don't. That was one of the questions. Because they don't know what would happen in pregnancy. Martian baby. No, like, they, you don't know what happened to the female, like, the, the body as you're pregnant in outer space. Like, no one has any idea what would happen. So then I think they said they're not encouraging that at the beginning, but later on, once people are settled and they kind of learn more about how the body handles being in space permanently. Well, but it, when you're on, when you're on Mars, you're no longer in space. You're on Mars. You're on another planet. Like you're on a planet. There's gravity and shit. Right. Well, in the pod you're in. Yeah. No, no. On the planet. There's gravity. It wouldn't be the same as what it is on earth. It's similar. I mean, it's not that far off. It's it's the atmosphere that's different. Like you can't just go out there and like pop your fucking cap off and start breathing. Like, ooh, a little dusty here at Mars, but otherwise, good breaths. No, you die. Like there's no uh, oxygen. I mean, except for the ice caps, there's oxygen in the water. But yeah, but no, they have gravity. Like you can. That's how the little lunar, or not lunar, the little Mars rover like tools around because there's gravity. It's not like it anchors in. I said there was like a 20-minute delay in communication, so you can't like call somebody. Well, you can, but it'd be like, it'd be, using, no, it'd be like it'd, using DSL. It'd be email is the only way you can really communicate. Uh, it'd be like AOL email. Yeah. <laughs> Hello? Sit there, wait 20 minutes. Hey. I'm totally How touch- are things? I'm totally touching myself right now. <laughs> 20 minutes later. I've been done for like 20 minutes. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, baby, that feels so good. Because <laughs> you know that's one of the first things they're going to use it for is sex. Why wouldn't you? I just couldn't imagine going it, – it's like the ultimate version of MTV's The Real World. Six strangers go to a new planet. They'd ha- almost have to do that though. Like I'd be so intrigued to like learn – even like filming a documentary with the people like going through the training even on Earth. Mm-hmm. Be, people like willing to do that alone would be interesting on their own. But then yeah. actually going through the training like filming that and then I, – I imagine – say there's 10- – I would watch the shit out of that. Oh, yeah, because out of 10 groups, nine of them are going to crack the fuck up. Like, they're going to, there's going to be. I said they're going to, like, Antarctica in the desert and trying to, like, keep them as isolated as possible and simulate conditions. Put put them in as many conditions where they could die if they do something wrong. Right, because you want to see if they can mentally handle being, like, alone for that long. I I couldn't do it. There's no fucking way, man. I'd go stir crazy. Like, sometimes I just need to get the fuck away. Like, get away from me. Everybody get away from me. And you're living in a little pod habitat that is, like, Probably got six people probably in a in a pod the size of this room. Could you fucking imagine? Like, there's no way you could do it. Depending on how the internet would work up there, like it, that would be my saving grace. Yeah, but dude, you live alone right now. A whole house, like a like a multiple bedroom house, you have to yourself. Now imagine you live in one room with like five or six other people. You would fucking snap like a dry twig. It you just you can't you can't make that fucking adjustment like oh man oh god and there's no fucking way there's no way and you can't go for a jog on Mars no. you'll die you'll die I I just I could there's no fucking way I can do it I don't think you can do it it's interesting to think about but yeah I don't know but you'll go you'll go like a week at a time without ever talking to another human being won't you yeah I'd have no problem with that yeah but now it's just the opposite there's six motherfuckers there and you can't get away from them. But it depends on what they're like. Like, if there's people that are chill as hell and calm, and like they probably wouldn't. They're gonna be weird. They're willing to move to Mars for the rest of their life. They're weird. <laughs> they're not just regularly like kick back, like, "Hey, what kind of music you like? Hey, I like that music too. Maybe we should hang out sometime." Well, good. I'm glad you want to because we're gonna fucking have to for the rest of our lives in this little pod. I'm glad you want to hang out. And the male to female ratio would be interesting too. That could cause a lot of problems. Somebody's gonna fuck. Of course. Even even if it's an ugly dude and a good-looking chick, she's going to need it eventually. She's, I'm so lonely. Put your dick in me. Or if it's an ugly chick, the dude's just going to be like, everything's wet in the dark. Why well, watch a documentary about Because there's actually like decent-sized towns in Antarctica. Because there's scientists there all oh, yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. There's like a couple hundred people that live in these like, little shanty towns. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's so few women that women like they will not date men. They're just always single so that they can sleep with as many people as possible. Just to, <laughs> no, just to keep like violence and like all that shit at a like minimum. The show called The Sluts of Antarctica. <laughs> no, yeah, it's just wild fucking orgies. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Open for business. Butts and money. <laughs> That's what it's all about down there. Butts and money. And snow. 
and penguins. <laughs> oh, fucking. Oh, Sodom and Gomorrah had nothing on Antarctica. <laughs> I don't know the facts. <laughs> And some of these scientist chicks, man, some of them are good looking. Yeah. Sometimes. Like they're those uh, late bloomers, you know, and then pretty soon. That's, that's what they should do. They should do like a uh, a Playboy chicks at the Arctic shelf. <laughs> <laughs> the butts and money issue. Oh, that'd be awesome. I'd read it. <laughs> Remember when we'd record and we'd just like fucking kill a bunch of beer? And oh, now, yeah. now both of us are drinking fucking Gatorade. We're getting old, man. Our balls are old. Way too old. <sighs> just, let's just think back. At least we're not fucking twerking and disgracing our parents. There's yeah, that. well, well, at least I'm not twerking. <laughs> I'm still disgracing my parents a little bit. <laughs> uh, but just think of, like, how much our lives have changed since the first episode of Misinformation. God, how many years ago was that? Uh, 2007. 2007 was the first recorded episode. wouldn't have been your first episode, but your first episode probably would have been uh, three-quarters of the way through 2008. So six, six yeah. years ago? Yeah. Yeah. You weren't, you weren't married anymore, I don't think, were you? When did you get divorced? Oh, no, I was divorced in... Not soon enough, he says. 2005? Okay. Uh, don't ask me. I just asked you. Yeah, I don't know. it was 2005. When did you get married? 2002. Okay. So you're married for three years. You got divorced in 2005... I was back here, but I'd just gotten back here. I hadn't been back here. Well, no, I got back here in 2003. So, yeah, 2005. That sounds about right. So, you were divorced, but you were, at that point, had you bought your house yet? Yeah, I just got it. Because where did you live? You kept the apartment when you guys split up? Yeah, I was there for almost a year, and then I had a roommate or roommates who rented a house. Oh, that's right. I never saw that house. I I never went over there. I didn't even know. I couldn't even tell you where it was at. There's like six of you in there. It was like five blocks from here. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> it was like it was your it was your Mars prep because there's like six of you. You're crawling all over each other. Little room. Oh, tiny. That house is maybe a little bit bigger than mine right now. Really? Oh fuck. I would fucking suck. But that's that one place I lived in. in Ames was kind of like that. There was five of us. It was a little ass house. Five of us, three bedrooms. So for that many people in a little house, we got along pretty well. I really can't complain. But yeah, it was. I was glad to be done with that. It's because they were chill. They liked the same music. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I think when you started recording, when we started recording together, you were already in your new house. Yeah, I just got it. Okay, so you had just gotten your new house. You're living single, single living. Um, I was. I had just moved in with Jenny. Like we hadn't been together very long at all. I had, well, got together. In, yeah, because we got together in 2000. Yeah, we got together in 2007, um, and I moved in late in 2007. So that would have been right about the time I started the show. So 2008, we'd, I'd been living with Jenny for a little while, and then got started getting the equipment to record at the house because originally we were recording at the radio station. So that's where we were in our lives then. Both living in the little-ass houses, you living by yourself, me with Jenny and the boys, uh, no real responsibilities, and now, now look at you. You're a half... Quarter, three, qu- one third marathon run. I don't even know what the fuck. You run a lot. You're all fit. No ladies. You had all kinds of ladies hanging off your dick back then. Couldn't shake I wouldn't them. go that far. <laughs> <laughs> I had opportunities they turned down. <laughs> What's important was you were getting salmon. That's what was important. <laughs> Figuratively and literally. Uh, <laughs> Going out to the bars, having a good time. I was probably going out to the bars way more than I should have. But everything was pretty chill. No real high cost of living or anything. I still wasn't married yet. Now you fast forward six years. You're all fit and have direction in life. I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a big boy now. (laughs) I'm a grown up. Yay. Uh, I bought another house, bigger house. Uh, fuck. Not that much has really changed. Now when you say it all out loud, not really a whole lot has changed. I mean, we're we're both more mellow, I think. I mean, I went to the bar last Wednesday, and that was the first time I'd been to, in a bar in probably three months. 
And you were just giving me shit about drinking. Oh, I drank. <laughs> I drank to forget, but it was the first time I'd been in a bar in three months. I mean, my fridge is full of beer out in the garage. I yeah, drank it. That home. was like your thing for a while, though, is the whole bar scene. Yeah, but like like towny bars. Like, you know, go sit at the bar. And see, and then yeah, once you weren't like a party, like lush person, but right. yeah. Yeah, let's go to the bar. And then I realized it's not fun. So I stopped going <laughs> to the bar. Um, and it's really fucking expensive. But I went down to uh, Jameson's, that's downtown on 4th Street. We've got a, it's like an Irish, fake Irish pub here. All right, yeah, just keep your sirens going. We're just trying to record a podcast. Um, and uh, they have Smittix on tap. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll go down for a beer and have some Smittix. I cannot and no longer will. Under any circumstances, drink keg beer. I just can't do it anymore. I've never been huge on it. Fuck. I woke up and I maybe had five beers that night. Guinness it. tastes better out of a keg and that's yeah. pretty much it. Well, the taste is fine. Like the taste tastes, you know, like, yeah, I would agree. Guinness tastes a lot better out of the keg because you don't get that goofy taste of the bottle or whatever the little spinny thing is in it. You don't get any of that. But the problem is the next day, I felt like I'd been hit by a fucking truck. Well, they no bar cleans their taps as much oh, as they I should. There's all hear that. kinds of disgusting bacteria <laughs> oh, in that shit. Come on, I just like to think it was the car. Plus, you're ordering a beer that's not like a popular like Miller Light, Bud Light, like, right? Beer that's been, that stuff shit could be older than dirt. Oh, thanks though. Thanks. So, yeah, don't Never do mind. don't do fucking keg I don't beer. Talk to you anymore. <laughs> so I got to strictly bottles from now on. And you know, if I'm buying bottled beer, I might as well just buy it and drink it on my patio. Fuck it, like. I pay a lot of – my mortgage for this house is not cheap. I might as well spend time in it. It just seems like it makes more sense. But that, that's the main main thing that's changed for me is I've become more of a homebody. I'd rather sit in my backyard or sit in the garage and bullshit with my buddies or record a podcast, sit at home than to go to a bar or any of that shit. I mean you still go out because you go see shows and stuff. But you don't go out to drink. You go out to see live music. That's part of the drinking thing. I had money. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, like you – the older you get, the more shit you buy and fucking bills. Right. And the more responsibilities you have. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, and, you know, it's it's weird. Like, it's just weird how my, my, my thought process has changed. Like, how much I'm just like, how many things are on my list of things I just don't care to fucking bother with anymore? Like, I don't care to bother with drunk people in public. I don't care to bother with, like, oh, I'm going to have to go stand in line for a bathroom. Or, oh, I got to get up and go to that bathroom. I don't know who's been in there. Like, I know who shits in my bathroom. Me. <laughs> you know, I know <laughs> I know. if there's piss on the floor, it's because one of my kids missed the toilet. Like, I don't like the idea of having to stand and piss and wonder whose it is. Like, oh, is this hepatitis piss? Is this what I need in my life? No, I don't. I know where I won't get hepatitis is at my goddamn house. Or it's an off color. You don't even know what the fuck it is or where it came from. Yeah. Like, is that even piss? <laughs> I, I think it moved. <laughs> that piss just tried to bite me. That's weird, right? That's not supposed to do that. It's not supposed to have substance. Yeah. It's just, you know, occasionally when there's an event, somebody's birthday or something like that. But I would, I would rather go to a place, the kind of place that like serves food also. You know, like I go to the OP all the time. Like if I'm going to – a lot of times anymore, if I'm going to go – like if – like say I have a buddy in from out of town. Hey, let's go have some beers. All right, let's go to the OP because you can get some food. You can watch sports on TV. You can drink. It's not super loud in there. It's a restaurant, so they have to keep the bathrooms clean. You know, you don't really have it. They have to follow certain rules that other bars don't or I'll go to Vicks. I'll go to Vicks on LaPorte Road because cleanest bathrooms in town. <laughs> Still never been there and you're like the 3,000th person that said that. You've never been to Vicks? Never. Next time I go, I'll just call you because it's – it's nice. In that's there. the anytime Vix is brought up. That's the one thing. Be like, oh, the bathrooms are immaculate. The bathrooms are immaculate. The help is very friendly and always on top of it. And it's it's a towny bar, so it's a little older clientele. And I'm not talking like, hey, bring me one of them there Budweisers, old, but like you know, it's middle age, which frighteningly we're approaching. Like, oh, I'm there. <laughs> There's no fucking denying it. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm not ready to accept it yet because if I'm middle-aged now, that means I'm dead when I'm 70. And I'm not okay with that. I want to live to 100. I want to be a, Oh, I don't. Oh, see, I do. I'm 70, so yeah, middle-aged for me. Oh, see, I don't know. No, no, no. I want to I be able to say I saw some shit. Like, I want to be able to tell my great-grandkids, weren't you? But now's the time to see shit. Like, yeah, yeah, no. how much shit are you going to see when you're like... 90 something yeah but when i'm no you but it's all the shit Unless you're you watching are, iptv but it's the shit you have seen 
So that when you reference it and the kids are like, oh my god, you were alive then? Like, I was alive when the PS4 came out. <laughs> oh my god, you were alive then? Yeah, I had two of them. Oh my god! You know what those are worth now? <laughs> What'd you do with them? I threw them away because they're not shit. <laughs> I can't believe you threw them away! Well, yeah. fuck it. Like, when you're in high school, if there's a girl you liked, you had to call, usually, and you'd call her house and her parents would answer. Oh, that was and a you'd fucking... you'd have to ask oh, and talk yeah, to her. yeah, Now, fucking, you just text people. Yep. So, you, you know, you can you can get a hold of somebody any time of night without getting in trouble now. Right. Like, I remember having to... I remember calling a girl in high school. Like, there's a, there a, a time in high school where I was dating these two chicks. Kind of at the same time, but not really. Like, I'd break up with one, go out with the other one. Break up with one, go out with the other one. Keep going back and forth. And I remember at one point, I was like, I really need my dick touched. So maybe if I call the one. So I call her and her dad answers. And I'm like, oh, yes, sir. I'm really sorry and I understand it's late, but I really need to talk to your daughter. And he's like, no. I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. Goodbye. Like, kids, don't have to, <laughs> kids don't have to deal with that shit anymore. Like, you just text them. Are you awake? If they don't get an answer, oh, she must be asleep. Are you awake? Yeah. All right. Send me a picture of your boobs. Okay. Hey, look. Now I've seen her boobs. I don't even have to go over there. They don't even have to go to her house to see her boobs anymore. Like, that's how easy seeing boobs is. Like, they don't have to work for shit anymore. You just get porn right on your phone. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's not even fair. No. <laughs> it's bullshit is what it is. It's no like wonder... going through dad's closet to find some, like, 1980, like, fucking hustler where right? I see just massive pubic hair, you know? <laughs> and then remembering to put them back facing the right direction and everything so you didn't get busted. No, no. It's bullshit. That's why kids are lazy now because they, they don't have to work for their porn anymore. They don't have to get creative. They don't have to work for anything. No. Nothing at all. That's bullshit. I, it pisses me off. It's like, do you have any idea how hard it was for me to see a cooter when I was a kid? Like, sure, I could watch Cinemax, and you'd see like the the front view, like the the outline of it. But holy shit, I was watching Sons of Anarchy the other day, and I have no idea how they put that shit on TV. I no idea. Like, I watched this season's first episode, and I don't want to ruin it for people because when the one thing happens, you're like, holy fuck, how is that on TV? But it's also kind of a big moment in the show, so I don't want to ruin it. But there was like one moment in the show where there was a topless chick just laying on a bed. And I'm like, uh, this is regular TV. Okay. So I rewound it. I'm like, oh, maybe I'm just missing something. Maybe she was wearing a maybe bra. Or... Shadow yeah, or yeah. yeah. So I bring it back. And then my eyes started to play tricks on me. Then I was seeing erect nipples and everything. And then I'm like, no, that's not. But their director of photography is a fucking genius. Because she was laying flat on her back, not even turned to one side or the other. The camera was shooting her from up and to the left. She was completely naked, so much so that it made your eyes think you saw nipples. But when I paused it, there were no nipples. So she, they either had pasties on her or they were shooting her from the perfect angle and she had small enough areolas that you just couldn't see them. Like, it was amazing. Like she was completely topless. And you're looking at it going, she's completely topless. And your brain goes, hey, look, a topless chick. And you have to get past it about three minutes before you go, wait a minute, this is on FX. This isn't Cinemax. You know, in some of the scenes in that show when people are fucking, they're stroke-worthy. I mean, if I was a fucking 12-year-old kid and caught that on TV, I'd beat off to it. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's no less sexy than a Cinemax movie. Cause, right. Because they had a free preview last week, and I'm watching that shit, giving Jenny the play-by-play, and I'm like, oh, yeah, look at her totally, totally get home. Fucking, like, Red Shoe Diaries yeah, and up all night and all that like, shit. And it's always the chick, um, and the guy's always, like, leaning up against the wall, and it's always the chick grinding into him from in front. And it's like, they're not fucking... There's no fucking going on there. But we're led to believe that that's what fucking looks like. She's basically just dirty dancing in front of him because there's no insertion because it's a fucking Skinamax flick. And you know he's got the fucking sock on and tucked between his legs and she's just rubbing all over his thighs. Like, that's not where babies come from. That's not how that works. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Speaking of babies, fuck it. Today is September 12th, 2013. And I'm supposed to be having a baby right now. There you go, Misinformation Nation. (laughs) We've kept it quiet the entire nine months, and uh, there will be be an official misinformation baby by the time that this show posts, hopefully. So there. There's one way my life's changed. But we've done a pretty goddamn good job of keeping it private. I'm I'm shocked you haven't mentioned that. I I haven't, but in my my thought process was that with as many things as I share on the show, it was kind of it was kind of a nice uh, change to have one thing in my life that we were keeping completely private but i figured that once the kid gets here you couldn't hide no that. because we'll be in mid record and it, she'll fucking start screaming being an asshole 
So I, that's a lot of cutting out <laughs> I have to do. So, but, you know, and plus, you know, it's something I'm excited about. I'm proud of it. But, you know, it's, it's nice that we could have that whole nine months of goofy shit happening with the pregnancy. And, and I mean, nothing, nothing bad, but just regular pregnancy stuff, weird shit that happens, you know, when people are pregnant and, uh, it, that we could have that. That's our private stuff. You know, I didn't have to share it every week, you know, on the show. Like, Hey, would you believe what just happened? Plus, honestly, people don't want to hear about all that shit. Like, I'm friends with people on Facebook that every day they post shit about their kids, and I just want to crawl through the fucking computer and punch them in the neck. I'd like, say at least half my posts are about, like, kids from five and under. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, hey, look what Timmy did today. Like, yeah, Timmy does that every day. He's a kid. I don't care. You know, or it, just just the mundane shit. Now, if the kid does something cool or it's, like, a picture of a kid doing something, like, funny – you know, like a, a, a infant baby that happens to be flipping off the camera. That's that shit's funny. Post that shit because oh, I'll laugh. I've read. Yeah, there's been yeah. some awesome videos I've seen. There's been like really funny stories of just shit kids say being kids. Like, right. There are posts that like amuse the hell of me. But yeah, most of them are just here's a picture of him today. Here's yep. a picture of him two hours ago. Here's a picture of him three hours ago. Yeah. Here's what he looks like now. Here. That's also what he's going to look like later. Uh, <laughs> but here's another picture later, I guess. Yeah. And it's just don't take don't, don't share the mundane shit your kids do. But if your kids do something unique. Yeah, everybody wants to hear about that. But most kids aren't unique, honestly, truthfully. No, like, we can't all be special. No, no. Because then nobody's special. Right, but that's what the school system wants. They want everybody to be exactly the same. Nobody's special. Nobody's different. That's why we'll change everything to accommodate people so that they all feel the same. I don't want to get on this rant again because it will make me violently angry. <laughs> but my kid still doesn't have a goddamn ride to school. <laughs> Did I, have I explained any of that to you? The buses? I saw your post about it. I don't, I don't know the details of it. So, so last year, we, we send our kid. We live in one uh, junior high school so area. So he should be going to a different school than he is. Yeah, but the school that he should be going to has um, almost 800 kids. The school we send him to is the largest of the three junior high schools, or of the four junior high schools, uh, but only has 400 children in the entire school. The school that he goes to is used to be a high school. That's how big it is. And then they just didn't have enough high school students to fill three high schools, so they quit using it as a high school, used it as a junior high. So the school that we're sending him to as a voluntary transfer um, only has 400 kids, which is roughly about 22 kids per classroom. Okay, Had he gone to the other school with 800 kids, there's 45 kids per classroom. All right, So it, it made sense to us. They were like, well, why don't we send him somewhere where he can get a little bit more one-on-one -on -one time with the teacher – so he can learn more, you know. He's not just a, a face, you know, a nameless face in the it's crowd. Number, right? Right. So basically, we're doing the school district a favor because they don't even have enough chairs at the high school he was supposed to go to for the kids to sit down. They're putting them on benches in the back of the classroom. They have to hold their books on their lap. Um, there's just not enough room. But the school district isn't bright enough to redraw the boundaries because the school that he's supposed to go to is the rich kid school. So they know the parents will fucking flip a shit if they're then told that their kids can't go to the rich kid school anymore they have to go to one of the other schools oh yeah so they're not going to fight them even though they they could easily peel 200 kids out of that school send 100 to the school he goes to and another 100 to the other one across town no no problems um and it's pretty obvious where they could take those kids from too because the country kids could go to like bunger for example which is over in evansdale they could send the country kids over there they could send the city kids um, that are on the fringe to the school he goes to now would be perfect, right? Well, they won't do that because they know the fucking parents will freak out. Well, we're doing them a favor, and the only way that you can get be guaranteed a free bus is if your kid is in a, is in a school that's a school in, in need of assistance. You can have them bust for free to a school that's not underperforming. The problem with the Waterloo Community School District is there are not currently any uh, junior high schools that are not underperforming. <laughs> so there's no option of where to send them. We said, okay, so we'll pay. We'll pay for a bus, $60 a month, send the bus to our house, you know, to a stop in our neighborhood. He'll get on the bus over at school. Well, that worked last year. I mean, we had to fight him tooth and nail to get him on that fucking bus. And it worked. We got him on the bus. But the only reason they allowed him on the bus was because there was currently an identified student with a stop a block away from our house. Do you know what identified student means, Weller? I have no idea. It means that they're either black or disabled. <laughs> That's what identified student means. Got you. So because there's a black or disabled child that wishes to go to that school, they will make a stop for them. 
they will not make a stop for my white child because for some reason he's less entitled to go to that school because he's white. Now, keep in mind that the school I'm sending him to is not the least white school in the school district, but it's probably the second least white school in the school district. So technically, he's a minority. He could be a minority there. It's about 50-50 there. Now, none of the other schools are 50-50. You know, no. the, the, one, the one on the east side is probably 90-10, you know, black to white. And the other school you're supposed to go to is probably 90-10, yeah, <laughs> white to black. So we're basically taking a white kid out of a school and sending him to a more di- diverse school, Okay. But they're like, no, no. Oh, no, wait. Yeah, there is a stop. Okay, there's an identified student stop there. We'll let him ride the bus. Well, then we find out that girl doesn't go to junior high school anymore. She goes to high school. So she's not going to be riding that stop. Oh, we found out she's not going. He can't have that stop. Bullshit. They published it in the paper. So the school district made them continue the school bus company because the way it works, the bus company is its own company and it's contracted through the school. It's a, it's a bus company called Durham School Services. And they are contracted by the Waterloo Community Schools to provide busing. So the school district finally put their foot down and said, no, you published that stop in the paper. You have to pick him up this year. So they gladly took our $60 a month every month last year. Um, And then this year we had to reapply for a paid route. You have to reapply every year. Now, my thought process on it is once you are giving a fucking route, they shouldn't be able to take it away. It's the school district's job to educate your fucking children. It's the busing company's job to get them to school. Yeah, butts and money. <laughs> butts and money. <laughs> butts in the bus seats, money in your pockets, bitches. Exactly. They know that shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. So um, they, you know, we, we, we fill out our application, send it in in June. Uh, June 19th, uh, Jenny sent it in. July 27th, she calls them. Hey, did you get our application? Yes, it's right here. All right, she just wanted to verify they got it so they couldn't say down the road, oh, we never received that. So the we're two days out from the start of school. Nobody's heard anything about the bus schedules except for an article in the paper the previous week that said we will not be publishing the bus schedules in the paper this year in an effort to curb illegal bus riding because their argument was that when they published the bus stops in the paper – Parents with kids not eligible to ride the buses were sending them off. those stops and they would get on. To which I say, uh, that's your fucking bus driver's fault for not knowing what kids are supposed to be on the bus. Is that or is that not their job to go, I know you get on. I know you get on. Who the fuck are you? Stay off the bus. So basically anybody can get on a bus in the Waterloo Public Schools apparently because you don't have to fucking prove that you're who you say you are. So they're, they're saying that they, that was costing them too much money, which it's not costing them any money because the bus is still going to the same fucking place. It doesn't cost them any Unless more money. Unless there were like – there's kids taking up seats and there's people that have to stand because the seat they should have been in is taken up by someone that shouldn't be on there. Unless it's a situation, yeah, you're right. It wouldn't be costing them any more money. Yeah. And last year their problem was that most the, uh, most of the buses were only half full. So again, another reason this year they said, well, we had to consolidate routes so we don't have as many seats on the buses. I'm like, that's fine. But what you do then is you, you're going to lose riders by attrition. People are going to graduate. People are going to start going to high schools where they're not going to need to ride the bus anymore. So you take all of those bodies that are no longer on the bus, okay, and you subtract them. You take all of the kids that are currently assigned to a bus, you leave them on a bus. And then you start telling new incoming kids, look, here are our rules. You don't qualify. That's fine. I have no problem with that. But what you don't do is you take a bus away from a kid who is already on a bus. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, you're, you're basically making new... You're changing horses midstream. You're making new rules. Like, how the fuck can you do that? And, then, and so the, I call the first time, two days before school starts, we have no idea whether he's got a bus or not. And they tell us, we don't have the routes done yet. I'm like, school starts in two days. Yeah, we, are, we realize that. I go, and you've had all summer to do this. Well, we didn't know that we were going to be consolidating routes. I go, don't you lie to me because an article ran in the newspaper the week school got out last year that said you were going to be consolidating routes. Well, we're just finishing the eligible routes right now. We're going to move to the for pay routes next week. I'm like, that's a week after school starts. Yep. You signed a piece of paper that said you were willing to provide that, that you knew you had to provide the transportation. I said, yeah. And that piece of paper was voided once we started paying you to take our kid to school. Like it's not like we'll pay you and then just sometimes you might decide he doesn't get to go to school. <laughs> like what is wrong with you people? And I was like, so when will you know for sure? Well, probably in about a week and we'll send out postcards. So two weeks go by. We still don't have a postcard. So I call them again and I'm like, hey, 
I'm calling again to find out about the status of my kid on a bus. What's his name? So I tell her. Um, and it's at such and such address? I said, yes. Um, yeah, it's been decided he's not eligible. Like, what do you mean he's not eligible? He had a bus last year. Yeah, they're sticking to their guns this year. I go, and what guns are they sticking to precisely? Because uh, he already had a bus. So there's no guns for them to be sticking to. Like, I could see if we were adding a second kid and they're like, yeah, he doesn't qualify. Like, okay, well, that's fair because he didn't have a bus last year. Even though, you know, this one is on a bus, he could just get on that bus with him. (laughs) But, well, say he's gay. I wonder if that would work. It would have to work. And it's, I don't know. I don't think that's identified. Oh, it's going to change. It should be. (laughs) That could be your end. I don't know. I don't know that it should be. I think everybody should have the same requirements to ride the bus. They just announced to us at work like a couple weeks ago that if you felt comfortable, they encouraged you to go to HR and report if you were homosexual or bisexual or transgendered. You know why they did that, don't you? Because then they, they, they can brag. Of course. About how uh, open their workplace is and how open-minded their company is. And, oh, it's a disaster we to have that's a bad deal. They're get, they'll probably get in trouble for that. Like you're soliciting their sexuality? I would sue the fuck out of them. I'm like, oh man, that'd make me mad. Like stop from you profiteering sons of bitches. Just weird going to HR and telling them like what you like in the bedroom. You just, hey, I just want to let you know, uh, <laughs> totally love cock. Where's my bonus? <laughs> oh, that's not what this is about? Well, fuck you. I like pussy. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. So they, so they, then she tells me, well, we, we just set the routes that the school district tells us to set. And I go, that's weird because I just talked to the school district and they said, you guys set the routes and that you make the choices. Oh, we don't. Then why do we send the application to you? And now you're the one that tells us he's not eligible. Well, we're just a customer for the school district. I said, you're a what now? We're a customer for the school district. So do you know what that word means? A customer means you pay them for a service, a good or a service. They pay you a lot of money for you to do this busing. Like, that's not even, you can't even use that as an excuse. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. We're just a customer for the school district. No. If anything, I'm a customer because I have to pay to receive this good or service. I have to pay for my kid's education. I have to pay to get them on a bus to ride it to school. Like, they are so fucking stupid there. And she's like, well, that's just the way it is. And I go, well, you know what? Why don't you let me talk to your supervisor? And this is where, this is where I really started to get pissed. Yeah, she's in a meeting. That's she, said, she said it just like that. I go, oh, really? She's in a meeting? She goes, yeah. So you're more than welcome to try calling back sometime. And I go, you know what? I'm not going to try calling back. I'm going to leave a message and you're going to have her call me because I'm a fucking taxpayer. She's like, oh, okay. And so I leave my note. She's like, is it this number here on our records? I said, yes, it is. And I said, she's going to be asking for Zach. And she goes, okay, I'll let her know you called. Click. I'm like, there's no fucking way. First of all, she's not in a meeting. That's just what she's told them to tell everybody because she's sick of getting phone calls. Because they were having problems. The buses were overcrowded. There were kids standing in the aisles, sitting in the aisles. There were kids getting dropped off at the wrong stop. Like, blocks like five-year-old kids getting dropped off seven blocks from their house and the bus driver told them ah you can just walk from here (laughs) it's just character building (laughs) you know whose character it's gonna build (laughs) the bus driver when he's in the hospital fucking recovering after i beat the living shit out of him for dropping my five-year-old off seven blocks from home like that infuriated me and i don't i didn't know the kid or the parents or anything but i read that and i'm like you've got to be fucking kidding me that's dangerous yeah you know, especially given the circumstances of the last year and one month in our community. Like, we had two kids, like, kidnapped and murdered in this community. Still an unsolved crime. You don't drop a fucking kid off seven blocks from their house at five years old and just tell them, ah, you can find it. <laughs> I mean, at five years old, I could probably have found my way back home. But kids these days, no fucking way. No fucking – right now, I could drop my 16-year-old off in parts of this town. He would have no idea where he was at. Be lost as fuck. So a five-year-old? Come on, man. Like this isn't my stop. That's ah, close enough. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Kids were showing up um, an hour and a half to two hours late home 
because the bus driver either got lost or did his route wrong. Nobody called and said, hey, we've got him on the bus. We're just running behind schedule. Like, I don't know how the fuck this bus company has gotten away with the shit they've oh, gotten away God, with. A two-hour ride home? Fuck that yeah, shit. There, and, and there's a law that says the kids are not supposed to be on the bus for more than 60 minutes. Because when I called the school board or I called the, the Waterloo Community Schools, this guy that I talked to gave me this rigmarole about how – and I was like, every bus that comes into this town – drives almost directly by my house. You can't say it's out of the way to stop and get my kid. And he's like, well, but if you add one stop, it'll push the bus back and and they uh, and they can't be on the bus for any longer than X amount of time. Okay, check it out. When he was on the bus last year, he was the first stop, right? 7 o'clock, she picked him up. Actually, she pulled onto our street at 7 o'clock, parked her bus, shut the lights off, waited till 7.05 to drive down here and pick him up. 7.05, school starts at 7.45, right? So now when I drop him off up at the school, all of the buses are already up there and unloaded. At what time? 7.35. And this, that's the kids are already off the buses and waiting to go into the school. They don't even let them into the school until like 7.40. They're out there lined up to go into the school. So you can't tell me that adding that one fucking stop is going to make him on that bus over an hour because guess what? <laughs> They're unloaded in 35 minutes. 35 fucking minutes they're unloaded. They can even push their stops back to 645 and still make it. Because the tardy bell rings at 745. There's no fucking way mathematically that kid could be on a bus for over an hour. And that's what they're using as their excuse, not being able to add stops. Fuck them people. (laughs) Seriously, I'm going to end up at a fucking school board meeting over this thing. And they're not going to have any idea what fucking hit them. I'm going to blow in there like the goddamn Tasmanian devil. The all-bit meetings. I know shit. I'll walk like, in. Uh, we don't have time to listen to you, sir. We're at a meeting right now. <laughs> We're at a meeting. <laughs> uh, but this is the open portion of the meeting. Yeah, it was a meeting of the meeting. We're in the meeting in the meeting. The official meeting hasn't started yet. Yeah, there's a The sh- pre-meeting. Sir, shh. There's a meeting going on. <laughs> like, bullshit. I just don't get it. Like, I don't understand. Their rationale is so terrible. And I understand Durham's a company. They're trying to make money. And when when the for-pay bus kids... Uh, get on that money doesn't go to Durham, so they're pissed. It's like we got to add these fucking kids to our routes, and we don't see that money. The money goes to Waterloo Community Schools. Why that is, I have no idea. It should go to Durham and give them more fucking incentive to try to pack well, some kids on those buses. There's a problem right there. That's what it is. Yeah. Well, then why isn't the Waterloo Community Schools pushing to get these kids on the buses? Because then next year Durham will jack up their prices. Because even more then, kids why would the they at least say like? drop them off where we normally pick up other people. I know that that's the whole policy they're trying to get away with, but if you're paying them. Well, and, the, and the, that's the thing is I know for a fact that there is a stop straight down this street, like a block away from my house, straight down the street. So they have to drive right by here. So it costs them no money to pick him up. It doesn't affect their timeline at all because he'll be standing there waiting. I'm not even asking them to come down our street. I'm saying we'll send him to that street. They don't they have to stop. They just kind of slow down. He'll jog beside the bus <laughs> and just kind of dive in and grab that little rail. A little <laughs> like, sidecar. Yeah, fuck it. I don't care. I just don't want to have to get up at fucking 7 o'clock in the morning when I work second shift. Let alone with this fucking little baby going to be here. In the middle of the fucking winter, I'm going to have to bundle her all up, go out, warm up the truck, get it warm enough that a baby can be in it, take her out, snap her into her little seat, Put him in the car, drive him all the way to the fucking school, drop him off, come back, get her back out of the fucking truck. All after I've, you know, because, you know, you know as well as I do, you get off work, working a goofy schedule. You don't just go right to sleep. No. You know, I get off work at 11 o'clock. Yeah, I'm not going to go right to bed. No. There's no way I'll walk in the door and be like, I sound asleep by 1130. And even then, that's still not eight hours of sleep. And I guarantee a little shit machine's going to be waking up every two hours wanting something to eat or because she shit herself or something. So at no point am I getting a full night's sleep as it is. And then on top of that, I have to get up fucking 7 o'clock in the morning, drive him to school, bundle her up, when all we need is a bus to fucking just kind of slow down at the end of the road so he can just roll his roly-poly butt right up on that thing? Come on, it's ridiculous. I mean, ridiculous. That school is fucking like three, three and a half miles away. It's not even like I'd be like, dude, you're going to have to walk, I'm sorry. The only other option... Might make it by the end of class. Yeah, maybe. The only other option is to have his brother... Uh, have his brother get up a half an hour early and take him to school, bring the truck back, and then walk the block. 
because we live a block from the high school. But I need my truck back because I got to go to work. <laughs> so he'd have to bring the truck back here and then walk to school. That's the only other option. Otherwise, I got to get up every morning, 7 o'clock, and ride him to school. Fucking bullshit. It just doesn't make any sense. You're looking at me like... No, that... Yeah. <laughs> glad I don't have to deal with that shit. Oh. Uh, it's... Yeah. Yeah. Don't do it. It's just such a... They, and they've got you over... So it, you know, nowadays, things are so bad. It used to be like, I'm going to come in here and raise hell. You know, the minute you walk in, they're like, I'm going to raise hell. They're going to be like, we're calling the police. What do you mean you're calling the police? I get to scream it. No, you will not scream at us. We feel we feel that you're making terroristic threats. Hey, what? Is it because I'm fucking dark-skinned? Is it because I look like I'm fucking Arab? Oh, that's what I should do. Like, you're racist. You're a racist. You said terrorist in front of me? My fucking family is Sicilian and Lebanese. That's racist. <laughs> now, give me a bus. <laughs> give me a bus. We'll call it all good. <laughs> Sweep this right under the rug. No one knows. No one knows. Shh. Shh. I'm in a meeting. <laughs> this has been episode 216 of Misinformation Podcast. With you as always, I'm Zach. And I'm Owen. Love you. Yeah, 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 you. Hostile you. You're driving me crazy. You. Hostile you. Yeah, you can spoil my day. Please don't ruin my night. You can spoil my day. Yeah, butts and money.